Okay, this is a little bit of an impromptu uh, Soul Trap edition here, a little bit of an ad lib, uh, but I wanted to go ahead and do this. I started to simply maybe type it up and print it out and put it on uh, Facebook or uh, something like that. I thought about possibly doing a video, but I'm simply going to do this via audio. I'm going to fly through what I'm going to try to give to you here and then you know, you'll be able to play it back and have it and uh, hopefully it'll be a blessing. And what I'm talking about is I'm going to give you sort of a starter reading list of, of books that I would recommend in, in a whole variety of genre. Now, I am not a scholar. Uh, I read um, a lot. I read a lot. Um, and so what I do is I read across a, a broad spectrum, but to me, everything filters through the Bible. Um, and so what I wanted to do is just go through and I've got, maybe I've tried to break it up a little bit into spiritual books, um, doctrinal books, uh, secular books, paranormal books, study books, and I'm just going to fly through and give you the author. I'm not really necessarily going to spend a lot of time explaining each book, but as we go along, I might explain to you what the book means to me and why it would be uh, maybe a help to you. So if uh, you hear books drop or you hear a lot of background noise, uh, we are simply in my office here, and I'm just going to kind of pull them out and, and share with you what I've um, what I've got. Uh, so let's start really with, um, well, let me just start with what I have in front of me, just sort of doctrinal books. These are not the end all, uh, and you might disagree with them, and that's fine, but I'm just going to share with you books that I think that, that are tremendous help. I'm going to start with some oldies but goodies, and that is Clarence Larkin. I have two books of his in front of me. Uh, one is Rightly Dividing the Word of Truth, a tremendous book, deals with um, some of the basic doctrines of the Word of God, and rightly, as exactly like it says, rightly dividing. I'm looking at the, um, let's see here, I'm looking at the index, table of contents. It's got ages and dispensations, uh, Jew and Gentile, church and kingdom, the Gospels, the Advents, the spirit world, uh, the Satanic Trinity, the resurrection of Jesus, the resurrections, judgment, two Adams, atonement and redemption. These are all subjects within the book. Uh, the Two Natures, Faith and Works, Law and Grace, Standing and State, uh, The Reciprocal Indwelling of Christ and the Believer, great section, I've preached out of that many times, Christ our Passover, Heaven and Hell, Judaism, Christianity, uh, Rightly Dividing the Word of Truth is a text that we use to train our young men that surrender uh, in, our, in ministry. Uh, we have a Bible Institute and at five, on Sundays at 5 p.m. before the evening service. It is a key one. Uh, rightly dividing the word of truth, and then I think probably his premier work, Clarence Larkin, Dispensational Truth. Now, um, I don't agree with absolutely everything, but I would say probably 95% uh, is worth it. Now, uh, listen, I make no bones about it. I am a classical dispensationalist. I believe in rightly dividing the word of God. And I truly believe, and I know that you're going to laugh, and I know this is going to sound very simplistic, but I truly believe that if you have a Schofield Reference Bible, dispensational truth, and rightly dividing, you're going to be you're going to be pretty good on your doctrine. I'm not going to say that that should be where you stop, but you're going to be pretty good. If you don't have Clarence Larkin, rightly dividing the word of truth or dispensational truth, start right there. Then right on the heels of that is a book by a man by the name of Dr. Douglas Stauffer called One Book Rightly Divided key to understanding the Bible. 
It's not better than Larkin's, but it's a close, close follow-up second. And then there's also a book by David E. Walker, David E. Walker, called Bible Believer's Guide to Dispensationalism. Those books right there are all within the same genre, very good sound doctrine. There's another book that I have called Eight Kingdoms uh, by Michael Pearl called uh, Dealing with the Kingdom of God and the Kingdom of Heaven. The fact that those two are not synonymous, they are not the same. If you can get that, it will, it will be a tremendous coup d'etat for your doctrinal understanding. Uh, very good book. And again, Michael Pearl is maybe more known for his child-rearing books and his marriage books. But um, I'm not going to say that he ripped the material off from Peter Ruckman, but uh, it is really good and it's a great format that he has. So those are the books that I would, um, just immediately, they're not exhaustive, Michael Pearl's book, The uh, Eight Kingdoms, uh, Clarence Larkin, Rightly Dividing the Word of Truth, and then Dispensational Truth, Douglas Stauffer's One Book, Rightly Divided, and then David E. Walker, a book that I have really come to enjoy, The Bible Believer's Guide to Dispensationalism. Um, that one's a good one. That one's a really, really good one. If you want to get the gist out of everything, the, the books that I just mentioned, if you want to get maybe the gist of the whole, you can start with David E. Walker's. That's a good place to start. Now, uh, let me change gears totally, give you some secular books. I love to read classical literature. One of the reasons I enjoy to read literature is because I feel like oftentimes those that write good literature have a keen insight into the problems and the dilemma of humanity. They don't have the answer, but they have a keen insight into the soul of man. And so there are some books that I would, I would tremendously highly recommend. One is by Peter Dostoyevsky called The Brothers Karamazov. I would begin with reading that. Probably one of the greatest books that I enjoy myself is A Tale of Two Cities uh, by Dickens, uh, Charles Dickens, and the character Sidney Carton. It is a far, far better thing that I do than I have ever done, the famous statement. It is a far better place that I go to than I have ever known, a great book. I also like uh, Ayn Rand's book, Atlas Shrugged. It is a thick one. But it is a very profound book. Dagny Taggart, uh, Reardon, Hank Reardon, um, great characters, great book, a lot of insight. Stranger in a Strange Land, Robert Heinlein uh, lifted that phrase. That phrase is from Genesis, and I'm not going to give it to you. You'll have to search it out. But that's what it means, a stranger in a strange land. And that's where the term grok comes from. Uh, in fact, some of you geeks are going to remember the shirts that were out. I grok Spock, Robert Heinlein. And then there is Edward Gibbon's book, The Decline and Fall of the Roman Empire. That one is, again, a thick, heavy read. But if you can bear with it, there is a lot of interesting material in there. And then Brave New World by Aldous Huxley. Brave New World by Aldous Huxley. I also really enjoy... Uh, 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 For Whom the Bell Tolls uh, by Ernest Hemingway, a tremendous book there. Um, I also love A Thousand Years of Solitude by Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Those are just a, a few that I'm recommending right off the bat uh, as far as secular books. So you might want to might take a look at those and look into those. Now, I'm hurrying through these because I don't want to give you... Um, super duper duper detail on each one. I don't want it to be a boring time and it's hard. 
uh, but I do want to recommend more of the commentary that I have. Now, let me let me recommend um, a book, and it's going to tie in to some degree with the Michael Pearl book that I referenced earlier. But it is a book by uh, Peter S. Ruckman called The Sure Word of Prophecy, The Kingdom of God and the Kingdom of Heaven. Uh, a profound book. Now, I'm going to say something here. Whatever you think or don't think of Peter Ruckman, I believe that he had a grasp on Scripture far beyond what many people do. You know, it's an interesting thing to me that the road is not a two-way street. And what I mean by that is, is if a guy's a little liberal or a lot liberal, but somehow is a good teacher or popular and knows his Bible, we give him a pass. But if a guy's a little too rough, a little too strict, a little too hard, we don't give him a pass at all. And I don't think that that's right. Dr. Ruckman had his baggage, there's no doubt whatsoever. But I believe that he knows his Bible. The sure word of prophecy is a good place to start. And then I'm going to give you what I believe are his premier commentaries. The book of Genesis, the book of Daniel, the book of Matthew, the book of Acts, and the book of Revelation. And if you could only, if you, if you could only get those, those are the ones that you need. Genesis, Daniel, Matthew, Acts, Revelation. Uh, those are the commentaries. They are very, very good commentaries. Um, they are Bible-believing based, and by that they mean that the King James Bible is the final authority. Um, it's not, you won't get necessarily as much maybe as a historical background. For instance, one of the other commentaries that I have is Warren Wearsby. I also have uh, John MacArthur's commentary uh, and his study Bible, great material, John Gill. Uh, J. Vernon McGee. Uh, I've got quite a few different commentaries. However, I think if you just had to have one, you would be good with, with those right there. And I highly recommend those again. That's Matthew, Genesis, Revelation, Daniel, Acts. He has many others. And I'm forgive me if my voice gets a little distant here, but I'm turning around looking now. He's got Judges, Ruth, the Minor Prophets. I just finished the Minor Prophets. Great, great commentary. Luke, Exodus. Proverbs, uh, on and on and on. There's a list there, many other writings and books. Um, there's some great stuff there, so you can look at that material on your own. Um, I also am a big fan of uh, Cornelius Stam and um, uh, some of the other writings that they have done, although they're hyper-dispensationalist uh, hyper and you have to be careful. But I just want to give you that list there of those again, Acts, Daniel, Revelation, Genesis, Matthew, Peter Ruckman's commentaries there, um, will do you good. Now, uh, let's change gears for just a moment and get to the juicy stuff. Uh, stuff where a lot of the soul trap material comes from. Again, it's not exhaustive. I'm looking across my office here and I'm guessing um, within the soul trap genre, I'm guessing about maybe two to three hundred books. Um, is where that goes. I'd have to I'd have to count more. A lot of them I've given away or or sold back, uh, but I'm guessing somewhere between two to three hundred books. So how do you you know how do you draw the line uh, as far as what recommendations? I'm going to give you some to get you started, and then uh, from there, what I do when I read a book is whenever they are reading, whenever they're and I'm trying to find a book here. Let me see. Um, let me see real quick here if I can find one. Just a second here. 
let me give you, for instance, a book here that I'm looking at. Whenever I'm reading, and, and forgive me if you already do this, I don't want to be overly simplistic, but whenever I'm reading and they quote from another book, if I think it's good, I'll write that author down and I'll go read their source material. So that's how my book collection grows. Uh, I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't, believe it or not, spend a great deal of time on Facebook. I'm very... Uh, try to be very prudent with my time and try to read a great deal. So let me go ahead and give you the list. Let me start politically. If there were two books that I could recommend politically, the first is a book by the name, uh, by the name of, um, oh, let me see here. Where's the author? Hang on just a second. Uh, the name of the book is called The 5,000 Year Leap. And if I had to suggest one, this is where it needs to be politically. By W. Cleon Skousen. What a name, right? W, then Cleon, C-L-E-O-N. And the last name is Skousen. S-K-O-U-S-E-N. The 5,000 Year Leap is a book that will give you all that you need to know for the principles of this nation in a very readable, manageable, and I think, quite frankly, teachable format. 5,000 Year Leap. Secondly, Carol Quigley, Tragedy and Hope. A must-have and a must-read. And it is a beast. It's a big one. But if you can read those two books, you're going to get a good, good idea. Also, I want to give you two others along those same lines. Why Not Freedom and The South Was Right by James Kennedy, the Kennedy brothers. Um, Why Not Freedom and The South Was Right. Very very, very important books. Those four books will give you a clear direction on where you need to go um, and help you understand where we are as a country, what we're doing. It'll give you insight and it'll give you more information as far as going forward to start with. The next book I want to recommend is a book by uh, Chris Putnam and Thomas Horn. And really, even though I don't agree with them everything theologically, Anything by Chris Putnam or Thomas Horn is going to be you know, probably pretty good soul trap material. Now, I want to always give you this, this caveat, and that is always make sure that it lines up with your Bible and your doctrine. Never change your doctrine to suit some book's theory. You filter the book's theory through your Bible doctrine. But this book is called Exo Vaticana. And if you could see a picture of the inside cover as I'm turning the pages now, I'm counting one, two, three, four, five... Uh, let's see here, six, seven, eight, nine, anywhere from 10 to 12 different source materials that you will get from this one book right here. If you said, Preacher, I really would like to learn more along the genre of the soul trap, start with Exo Vaticana by Chris Putnam and Thomas Horn. You'll pick up a lot there. Then there is a man by the name of Jacques Vallée. If you've ever seen the movie Close Encounters of the Third Kind, there is a French scientist. That French scientist who plays a major role in that movie when they do finally encounter the aliens uh, is patterned after the man by the name of Jacques Vallée. He's got several books, Revelations, Dimensions, Confrontations, probably Messengers of Deception would be a good place to start. Uh, if not, he has another one called Passport to Magonia. He has a different take on what the UFO phenomenon is, and his take is probably closer to what mine is. He is one of the scientists that have come along that have gone look, that have said, look, 
these are not little green men coming from some faraway planet. Nothing about this event, this phenomenon, makes sense within a scientific technological framework. It only makes sense within a supernatural, alter-dimensional, even occultic framework. And so I think by reading his material, you're going to get a lot of good stuff from there. Now, along those lines, if you wanted a place to start, outside of Jacques Vallée, there are two books that I'm going to recommend. And the first one is the number one premier book that I recommend. And that is The Omega Conspiracy by Dr. I.D.E. Thomas. The Omega Conspiracy. You've got to start with that one. The Omega Conspiracy covers, again, a lot of material, but I'm going to give you just some ones. Uh, close Encounters, Missing Signs, uh, In These UFO Events, Are They Sons of God versus Daughters of Men, Evidence, Descent into Hell, Who Are the Nephilim, Physical or Psychic, uh, <laughs> Excuse Me, God's Angels or Luciferian Forces, uh, Satan and Sex, with, uh, with What Body Do They Come, there's a lot of material in there good material. And then also Minister Dante Fortin has a book called As the Days of Noah Were. My wife actually read this one and she's not really into this particular kind of reading, but she read this book and it really changed her outlook. As the Days of Noah Were, The Sons of God and the Coming Apocalypse. That's Minister Dante Fortson, F-O-R-T-S-O-N, Dante, D-A-N-T-E, Dante Fortson. Good book there. Uh, another couple of books I want to recommend. I'm hurrying along here. Uh, Graham Hancock, Fingerprints of the Gods. Again, a tremendous, almost like an encyclopedia of information. Fingerprints of the Gods and Supernatural by Graham Hancock. Either one of those will do you right. I've also got two other books here I want to recommend. One is by N.W. Hutchins. Uh, Hutchings, I'm sorry, The Great Pyramid, Prophecy in Stone. And then a companion piece by Raymond Capt, R-A-M-R-A-Y-M-O-N-D-C-A-P-T, Raymond Capt, The Great Pyramid Decoded. Two great books. Now, as far as geocentrism goes, uh, there, is, there are several books that I would highly recommend. Highly recommend. The first is by J.A. Mormon, M-O-O-R-M-A-N. Rather a lengthy title. It's called The Biblical and Observational Case for Geocentricity. Um, it, is, it is a phenomenal, phenomenal book. It's not very big, very easy, very readable, and it's something that I've actually taught on on Sunday night in my church and do from time to time. It simply deals with the observational case for geocentricity, which is what I believe the Bible teaches without question whatsoever. I do not believe that the earth moves. I do not believe that the earth is, is rotating around the sun. I believe the Bible and science prove geocentricity. And the companion piece to that book is a book by Robert Sungenis, S-U-N-G-E-N-I-S. And it's called Geocentrism 101, an introduction to the science of geocentric cosmology. These two books right here, really good stuff. Now, if we're going to go a little bit further out on the edge, there's two other books. One I highly recommend called The Greatest Lie on Earth, Proof That Our World Is Not a Moving Globe by Edward Hendry, H-E-N-D-R-I-E, Edward Hendry. 
And then the last one, and don't choke on it, but you know, it, before you knock it, read it. It is a book by Eric Dubay, D-U-B-A-Y, called The Flat Earth Conspiracy. So those two books, uh, The Greatest Lie on Earth by Edward Henry and The Flat Earth Conspiracy by, by Eric Dubay, uh, D-U-B-A-Y, great books to read right there, along with the geocentricity books that I mentioned earlier. Now, um, let me move to really lastly, and I've given you a lot of material, but let me give you some personal books. Now, each of these books that I'm going to give to you, I'm not going to go into great detail, but I'm just going to give them to you. They're personal to me because they hit me at a certain time in my life, uh, and they're very powerful books. So let me start um, just as I work my way up the list here. In fact, these are always set aside in a very specific area um, in my library. The first is An Earnest Ministry by John Engel James. An Earnest Ministry. Tremendous little red book. In fact, when my wife was going through cancer um, at Moffitt, a very large cancer hospital treatment center here in Tampa, Florida, I remember sitting and reading this uh, day after day after day, and it was a tremendous ministry, book, and it really shaped the direction of my preaching and my ministry. John Engel James. The next one is by Dr. Martin Lloyd-Jones, Preaching and Preachers. If you haven't read it, don't have it, you need to get it. Another one is, this is the same author, two different books, by Ian H. Murray. I-A-I-N-H Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y. Two books he has called Revival and Revivalism, Tremendous Book, and Pentecost Today, question mark, Pentecost Today, two great books. Another book that has been a tremendous blessing is by a secular writer, and at times the language can be a bit saucy, but these two books hit me at a very important point in my life. Number one is Ryan Holiday, Ego is the Enemy, and his follow-up book to that, The Obstacle is the Way. Ego is the enemy. And then secondly, That Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday, R-Y-A-N-H-O-L-I-D-A-Y. Also then, there's another book called Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. Tremendous book dealing with character. There's also another book that really changed, I would say, my outlook on missions. And I think it changed the shape and direction and tenor of our very church right down. And since, since 2014, I can tell you this. Since 2014, we've had more attacks from the powers of darkness than we've ever had in the almost 18 years of our church. And yet, since 2014, we've had more of the power of God, more maturity, more discipleship, more evangelism. I think a lot of it is due to what this book did in my life, and that is Revolution and World Missions by K.P. Yohannan. K-P-Y-O-H-A-N-N-A-N. Now, he's not a Baptist. He's not our stripe. The book might not even be your cup of tea, but it hit me. Very profound book I recommend. He also has a similar book called The Road to Reality. The Road to Reality. Then there's a book by Dr. David Peacock, The Man, The Message, The Ministry. Small book, big impact in my life. Another book, it was actually recommended by my brother, a tremendous, tremendous man, uh, my brother is, and a tremendous reader as well, and he recommended this book. It's called Outgrowing the Ingrown Church. 
Outgrowing the Ingrown Church by C. John Miller. He also recommended another work called The Work of the Pastor by William Still. Both of these books, uh, a profound impact on me. And now we're going to move into just a few more here in the same genre. One of them is by Watchman Nee called The Breaking of the Outer Man for the Release of the Spirit. Tremendous book. And then there's another book by Dr. R.L. Hymers, H-Y-M-E-R-S. I suppose if there's a book that I've given away more than any, it is Preaching to a Dying Nation. If you're a preacher, you need to own that. I believe you can get it off of Amazon. If not, let me know and I'll get it for you. R.L. Hymers, Jr., R-L-H-Y-M-E-R-S, the book is called Preaching to a Dying Nation. The follow-up book is called Today's Apostasy. That book right there has been the, the cornerstone of my ministry. Uh, it has been one of the main cornerstones of my ministry, and I want to highly recommend that book to you. And then there is the book by A.W. Tozer called The Pursuit of God. So we have gone from Aldous Huxley's Brave New World to Graham Hancock's Supernatural Encounters with Altered Dimensional Beings, to Edward Henry, The Earth is Flat, to Preaching to a Dying Nation, to Dr. Martin Lloyd-Jones, Preachers and Preachers. A wide variety of books. I hope that one of these recommendations will help you. Remember, the Bible is the final authority. Doctrine is important. Speculation is okay, but always keep the main thing the main thing. Read away. Always follow what your pastor says. Uh, and if you listen to the soul trap and your pastor says something different, you forget the soul trap and follow the man of God that God has placed in your life. Otherwise, read away, serve away, witness away before Jesus comes and takes us away. I hope this book list helps a little bit. God bless you.